What is up, glorious humans of the internet? Welcome to another episode of the Team Ability No Excuses podcast. Chad, Andy, and Brett coming at you, bringing real talk to matters of disability. And today, we got a guest with us. I'm going to let Andy introduce our guest because he has way more history with him than I do. I know this guy pretty well, too, but we've got, and we haven't had a guest on in quite a while. The first, last guest I guess we had was Brett, and he ended up becoming a part of the team. So uh, this guy is a, a a real guest of the show, and uh, we're happy to have him on. So, Andy, go ahead and introduce. Uh, I don't know if we're using real names or if he's going to be raunchy Ronnie Randelson tonight, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, we'll, we'll go with real names to start, I think. <laughs> uh, so, Dave is uh, first and foremost, Dave is my barber, and uh, I've known him, I don't know, I'd say we're getting up on 10 years, wouldn't you say, Dave? Oh, yeah, 10 years for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So Dave is a guy who uh, is never satisfied doing one thing. And uh, your most recent venture is pro wrestling, right? So um, the, the, these two guys are, are big time pro wrestling fans. And uh, I would assume that you are too, because why would you be doing it if you're not? So um, why we kind of got on this, this train of we got to get Dave on on the podcast is um, I remember you told me you were starting to train and we just, again, I have very limited knowledge of pro wrestling and uh, um, I threw out Zach uh, Gowan, Zach Gowan. Yeah. Then I think the next time I went to get my haircut, you said, I don't even think you asked me if I was going to the show. You said, you're coming. Uh, do you want to be in the show? And uh, I'm pretty game for anything. We went back and forth with what that would look like and uh, came up with something that worked. So um, for you wrestling fan, Dave, uh, your character, at least at the start, was a heel, right? So um, these two, two, two geeks beside me can uh, better explain what that is. But Yeah, so we haven't thrown to Brett. Let's just say, hey, Brett, so everybody knows that you're there. What's happening, fellas? All right. So Brett and I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, which is generally obviously centered around matters of disability. And there is a tie in there. We're going to get there. We're not just talking pro wrestling tonight. So don't worry. Um, but Brett and I are uh, fair to say probably childhood wrestling fans that never grew out of it. Is that the same to, same for you, Bretsky? Uh, I don't think I've grown up anyway. So. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, so we're sort of just to clarify there, Andy threw out a, a wrestling fan word saying the word heel, which typically means bad guy in wrestling speak. Um, and so, yeah, uh, raunchy Ronnie Randelson uh, was, is, started as a heel, right, with the bad guy. And so um, we're going to uh, hopefully uh, hear, it's funny because we were chatting um, beforehand and uh, and the question sort of came up is, you know, are we, are we, being ourselves or are we in character tonight? And I said, no, we don't got to worry about cutting promos on, on the podcast, but uh, if you want to put on a little bit of the raunchy character, we wouldn't turn it down, Dave. That's for sure. So I guess to start, just kind of talk about, um, like I said, I started getting my haircut, I want to say probably 10 years ago, at least. And, uh, no, no, no fault of your own, but your shop at the time was very inaccessible and uh, we used to uh, we used to make light of it uh, so much so to the point that if there were other guests in there or even other barbers, uh, we kind of got the uh, the stink eye from them. 
just because I'd say things like I'm calling the city, you're going to get your license revoked, that kind of stuff, right? And uh, Well, I always said I didn't have wheelchair accessible because I didn't want you there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? I just kept showing up anyway. But um, it, it, it didn't work, eh? You couldn't keep them away? No, not really. So anyway, point being, it didn't take long to kind of – break the ice for lack of a better way to say it, I guess. And uh, that's when we kind of just kind of gelled, connected, whatever you want to say. And since then, we, we every haircut always goes, I don't know, 15 minutes, half hour over just because we're shooting the shit or whatever. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, like I said, you told me you were doing pro wrestling and uh, you had this crazy idea for, for a spot. And uh, it just kind of grew from there. So do we want to do we want to get into the details of uh, of how uh, Ronchi Ronnie was going to get heat, as they say in the business? And uh, did he he wanted to pick on pick on fans in a wheelchair? Is that way had to come up? Okay, I, I could totally explain it. Um, so with my first match, uh, I was trying to figure out because and I sold a lot of tickets for this show. I think this show alone, I sold over two hundred tickets. So the whole crowd there was pretty much everybody there for me and uh, the guy I was fighting at the time Mike Forte uh, he probably had the the rest of the people there the extra 100 people were for him so um, I was trying to figure out a way that I could get people just to hate me so I'm like Andy walks in I'm like shit this is the perfect opportunity <laughs> you know so, so I just said to him I go I'm gonna have you on the show I want you to come up there and as soon as they introduce me I'm gonna come out and I'm just gonna do something to you and he's like, okay. He goes, what do you want me to do? And he just said, uh, I go, just put out your hand like you're going to shake my hand. So he comes out in full raunchy gear. He's wearing my shirt. He's wearing my hat. And I come out. He puts his hand to shake my hand. And I look at him. I grab the hat. And I throw it across the, across the ring. And I said, you know what? You could get up and get it yourself. And I walked away. <laughs> was he in his chair when this went down? He was in his wheelchair. So, I mean, I think I had four boos from that. And then the rest of the crowd cheered even louder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did cheer. There, there was a solid, I want to say, three to five second delay before there was there was the cheer because everybody was like, "Oh shit, what just happened?" And then yeah, and then everybody kind of erupted. So yeah, they all went crazy. So no matter what, I could, and still to this day, I still can't do anything to get the people to boo me. I tell the crowd I hate them. Why? Like I, I even went as far as like I'm just. I, I don't like you guys. The only reason why I let you cheer for me is because you buy my merch. You make me money. <laughs> and they still cheer me. So whatever. I just play with it now. I still act like the ass that I am. And that's it. If they want to cheer for me, cool. Yeah, right on. Brett, are you uh, – we we'll, we'll talk about a specific show coming up because I know it's got a tie, a uh, very personal tie for you, Dave. But I, I think we're, we've convinced Brett to, to come down to an HWE show, Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, and, uh, and I think the, the three of us are going to be sitting in wheelchairs front row that night. So I don't know what, what you're going to do to us, man, to, to draw the heat. But I'm, I'm nervous but excited at the same time. Well, this match here is uh, it's a little different. Uh, the one that I'm uh, when I'm fighting, we're going up against guys called the Gym Rats. These are vet veterans in the company, right? They've been doing this for years. Uh, Hacker Scotty O'Shea and Alessandro Del Bruno. They're called the Gym Rats 2.0. So this match here is uh, there's no love hate relationship between us. We respect each other, and we are doing this in a memorial match. 
So this match is for my brother-in-law that was uh, just passed away a few months ago. And uh, we are going to do this match for him. So you're not going to see too many. Well, you'll see some crazy antics here because I still do what I want to win. <laughs> so if the ref's not looking, look out. But like I said, I respect these guys. They respect us. And it's going to be a good Dirtiest match. The player in the game, Ric Flair, famously says, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to speak to a little bit the the disability uh, etiquette, for lack of a better way to say it. And I know you just kind of explained you did what you did so you would get a reaction. But um, other than you said just show up in your gear, uh, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I, I didn't know what you were going to do. And uh, like we said, the crowd, nobody was in on it. You just kind of did um, – you knew what you were going to do, obviously, but um, th- there was never there was never a point where you were like, "Oh, I got to be careful because I'm going to offend Andy, or I'm going to offend potentially other people in the crowd." Right? Like, and that's I think that's the essence of this podcast is we just kind of do what we do, and we happen to have disabilities, right? So, um, in this instance, I fit what you needed to get your 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 character across i just happened to be using a wheelchair right so um and and i think that's that's really cool but uh yeah just maybe speak to that a little bit well i mean nobody really knew what i was going to do except for you after i did that i walked in the ring the referee yelled at me (laughs) (laughs) he's like what the hell are you doing i go don't worry man i do what i want you know and I explained to him after after the show, and uh, at the time the referee was Rip Impact. He's the he's actually the owner of the the school that I train right. at, uh, Hamilton Pro Wrestling, and I've been doing his show since I've started. Um, I I don't know, like I I wouldn't go up to someone I don't know that's in a wheelchair and be a complete jackass, right? But I mean, like I wouldn't do that. But if I see someone in a wheelchair at the beginning of the show and I don't know who they are, I would. Most definitely walk up to him and ask him if I could do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Get their you know permission I mean? first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I'm not going to like yeah. – I mean if I go up to a little kid and I'll rip their sign in half without asking them. I don't care about that. Like I did that and I crumpled it up and I threw it at the kid's face. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. still got cheered for, believe it or not. But yeah. um, It wasn't your kid, was it? No, it wasn't my kid. I didn't even know who this kid was. That just the, ripped up Landon's sign and just threw it back. Yeah, exactly. They had the sign. She was uh, the little girl. She was about five years old. And uh, she had the sign of the other guy I was fighting at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I wanted to get – so she cried. I felt really bad. So kind of after the show, I You apologized. made a kid cry? Yeah, it was kind of awesome. God, you're an asshole. And your oh, kid I know. was awesome. I, lo- I love it. <laughs> But she was happy when the other guy went up to her and hugged her. So, so you're gonna meet Brett, who's remaining quiet on the other end of the line there, just so that we can have our conversation. But your goal, Dave, is to make Brett cry. I want you to make Brett. I cry. was just gonna say this is giving me ammunition for, for what's to come. <laughs> oh, oh, trust me, I can make a grown man cry, and it doesn't have to be through words too. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to make Brett cry. It's on. That's it. Challenge I'm not accepted. a grown man. I'm not a child. I, I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay. Makes it easier to make you cry then. <laughs> so listen, you mentioned you started 
at a wrestling school in Hamilton. Yeah. So HWE Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment that that was born from you or like let's be honest you're a marketer right so did you see potential there or what what's what's the backstory there well what was going on with that is um i see the amount of people that we bring in the shows and uh and the kind of fan base that we have and i'm thinking maybe we could do our own little tiny promotion so um <clears throat> so what i wanted to do is i wanted to do a fundraiser so I wasn't expecting to make a company out of this. I was just expecting to do a nice wrestling show and raise some money for the jujitsu club so we could bring our children's team away to compete. Right. And um, it just blew up from there. And my, my tag team partner, AC Coca, uh, we started this together. He wanted to help me doing this fundraiser. And then a couple of weeks through this, we couldn't believe the amount of people that were interested in it. So we decided to make an actual promotion out of this. And um, it's been amazing ever since. Not even a month into it, we didn't even have uh, we didn't even have a show yet. And we ended up getting a phone call from someone I used to cut his hair that he used to do some type of work for the UFC. And now he runs the, uh, the TV station. And they called us and gave us a deal. Now all our shows are on TV. And they loved what we did so much that they're actually giving us our own sitcom. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So we started filming for the sitcom um, and we're going to tie it into all the shows so we could have storylines. We could do so much more with it and have special guests on the show. Um, yeah, that's pretty much about it. We just we, we just fell in love with it. Like it was happening so fast and we were having so much fun and we just don't want to stop and keep on doing it. Right on. Sorry, I, I'm going to cut in here for a second. I had a question or I have a question based on what you just said. Um, you said you are planning on having special guests. Yes. Uh, so when you say special, do you mean special or do you mean special? Uh, yeah, if you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> well, to be honest, uh, I've uh, just confirmed that I'm coming to watch you wrestle. Yeah. I'm not sure how receptive I'm going to be with that. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I guess I guess you're my special guest at the event. Well, so if, if I come in and I'm ruling on myself, that's not my that's not my fault. No, not at all. That's amazing. We're gonna put special in quotation marks just for you, Brett. You're his, <laughs> you're his special guest. Oh man! Can I get a T-shirt made up that you're you special. Want- <laughs> I should wear a shirt. I'll make a shirt. Yeah, Here's my special guest. I'll come give you a hug. Dave will, yeah. Yeah, Dave will clearly make you a shirt, but you should be warned it's going to be hot pink because that's <laughs> that's a very raunchy thing to do. Yeah, there's, no yeah. Other, there's no other color, brother. There's no other color, brother. I love it. <laughs> I look really good in pink, so I'm really not even too worried about it. Sweet. So I wanted to pick up there too, Dave, on uh, – on your marketability, admittedly, and I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but I've only because of the, because of uh, a lot of obviously commitments at home with with my own young kids and stuff. I've only actually seen you in the ring once. The one time I went with Andy, though, that place was Meat Pack Central, and the Meat Pack is is your that's your crew, right? With AC and, uh, and I mean, like literally, with all due respect to the rest of the guys, Andy and I watched the place empty. Uh, you guys were the second last match that night there was a main event on after you guys which i believe was a title belt fight and and there and the place just emptied out right i was like oh my gosh dave really did bring everybody that was the at the dom polsky hall there at the time right 
been following along with the journey of HWE. I watched the uh, the initial special on on cable fourteen. It's cool to watch you guys pick up that steam and sort of develop. And I love uh, here. I didn't know the story behind it. So to hear how organic it was and the fact that you realize, hey, we might have something here um, to use those connections that you have and uh, to get it picked up by Cable 14. So now, I mean, I was able to watch that uh, show you guys did, I think, from the fairgrounds, right? The Ancaster Fairgrounds. Is that what it at The Ancaster Fairgrounds, yeah, yes. So I was able to watch that one in, in glorious high definition on Cable 14. I was like, man, that's cool. I'm watching – Watching my buddy wrestle on TV. It was cool, man. I, I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys live again, in particular because you're going to treat Brett like your special guest. <laughs> oh, he will be treated special. Don't worry. I actually have a question for uh, Brett and Chad. Uh-oh. Being that uh, you two guys are admittedly uh, wrestling geeks. Um, so how cool is it to – well, it, like you said already, Chad, I have a homegrown show that you can um, not just be entertaining, but uh, now we're talking about even be a part of, right? So, um, Brett, you go to you go to shows in and around Mississauga as well, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a wrestling. Uh, um, I'll call it a faction. That that's not the right word, but there's one literally right up the street from me. And, like a, a promotion? Yeah, there's a promotion right up the street from me. It's uh, I've been there a couple of times. It's been a lot of fun. I think you're talking about Battle Arts. Yeah. But yeah, Battle Arts. Uh, yeah, Santino's place. Anthony Anthony Carelli, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they've had um they've been lucky enough to to hold some uh impact tapings there as well and it's uh it's just it's really cool to see a uh, smaller version of what you've grown up watching. Yeah, it's uh, it's a blast, man. I love I love watching wrestling. Uh, it's a lot more fun to be. And I remember sitting there watching that show with Andy. Um, and Andy looked at me at one point during the night. He goes, "I can't believe I'm sitting at a at a wrestling show." And I was like, "Man, you're gonna have a, a so fun, man, getting me out and chanting with the crowd." And that that place, Dave, that Dompolsky, that's it was a small place, really intimate atmosphere, right? So you're screaming back and forth with the crowd. You're right close to the ring, and you're giving it to the uh, to the performers as well. So it, it was a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm really excited to be coming to Hamilton because uh, the last time I had tickets uh, to an event that I was um, that I bought for floor seats, I was told that I was a fire hazard. So <laughs> there you go. Now, Dave, you now you have ammunition for that night. Okay, yeah, you can. Oh, geez. you can pretend to trip over him on your way out and call him a call him a fire hazard or something. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, I love it. So when when I first went, it was the Jet Hall, and I think um, my first question to you was, "Is it accessible?" And uh, it turned out it wasn't, but. And this was before we even planned out uh, my involvement in the show. Um, yeah. Uh, it, and you just said, if you want to come, um, we'll get you in there. And uh, uh, so I, I was like, yeah. But um, – and this just speaks to the character of people in the – in the while well, the school at the time. I think there was four or five guys just waiting to help me get my chair – like in and up the stairs, like if you're there to watch, not even just an indie wrestling program, but a wrestling school, 
like you're obviously there as a fan and it doesn't take long for you to like become family right so i thought that was really cool and uh, it was a very small venue it wasn't many stairs maybe 10 if that and you had four guys helping you yeah we came all up there to help them bring the chair down and I haven't seen you for, for a number of months, but uh, did you gain weight or something? No, they all didn't help me. But I'm just saying that the, there was that many guys that were just will- – oh, there's a guy in a wheelchair. Let's get him in here, right? Wait, so hold up. I was – because I'm such a wrestling fan. I was picturing like – and you wouldn't get this. Maybe Dave, you would. Brett, you probably will. But I was picturing like Macho King Randy Savage being lifted on like by the throne by all the all these guys. You yeah, know, that's so, what we were going for. Yeah. <laughs> Right, the triumphant <laughs> entry of Andrew Paul Moore into the into the wrestling venue. Yeah, and, and so your roster. See, I know the lingo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're a sports fan, Andy. Roster is a fairly common word. Yeah, man, fair enough. Um, but your roster's like it's got a wide range of people, right? Like, so there's there's young kids actually legitimately trying to break into the to the scene. There, there's there's guys like your age, maybe a little bit older, a little bit younger, but there's a couple of dudes that are uh, got more than a few years on you, right? And oh, yeah. at this point, they're not doing it um, to try to get fit. It's just the love of the the sport, we'll call it, right? So, and again, as Chad said, admittedly, I was a little um, skeptical going to the show, but it's uh, the energy in the in the building it's pretty amazing so it's it yeah i always told people you want to come to these shows don't go there to just sit down and watch go there and enjoy have a drink like yell at the wrestlers just have a good time that's what makes it and i would you know try to be part of it i would imagine obviously you as a performer you're going to feed off that as well i know uh obviously from my end of things just being a musician you love a good crowd you love a crowd that is into what you're doing and it feeds into your energy and makes for a, a better night all around. So I have to wonder, well, though, yeah. as you told the story of, of having Andy there knocking the hat off his, off his head and, and playing heel and still getting cheered. And, and, and again, I've seen the one show, and that was honestly, man, like 90% people that I know that you had were there. I wonder if Raunchy pulls that in a room full of strangers. Do you get the heat that you're trying? You know what I mean? Like, are they, are they just cheering you because they know at the end of the day, it's just, it's Dave having some fun. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'll give you a couple examples. So a while ago, we went to a promotion um, in Brantford called uh, Magnificent Championship Wrestling. Okay. And um, Rip and Mike Forte, they're the big guys there. Like people love them yeah. there and we were supposed to fight them. So we did a tag team match and me and AC, we go there all of a sudden rip and, uh, rip and Forte, they go out, people are cheering them. And then once we started walking out and I didn't sell no tickets for this show, I think five tickets. It was uh, pretty much my brother and a couple of yeah, his yeah. friends because Ranford, right? Out of town. Yeah. And as soon as I came out, me and AC got more cheers than anybody in that whole yeah. show. They started booing Rip. <laughs> I love it. Hey, is it easier being a face or a heel? Um, I find it easier being a heel. I tell you the truth, I've never been a. I've never been a face. I mean, even when people cheer for me, <laughs> I, you know what I mean. I'll just look at them. So I'll shake some people's hands. Right? It's kind of like an in between. I think they I think they call it a tweener, yeah. really. Um. Like, I'm a bad guy, but 
I'm not scared to tell someone off in the crowd or tell everybody off, but I'll still shake a hand here and there. I love it, man. I love that you got like you get over instantly by coming in. I don't want to spoil your character or, or any aspect of your your just your character in general for Brett. I want Brett to be surprised when he when he sees the entrance and stuff. And I wonder how much of that that love for you is just generated just by your character and the uh, the aspects of your character that the crowd, even though they don't know raunchy or ac uh they just they they dig the the gimmick as they would say in wrestling yeah they love a lot they love a lot of i mean buddy i i was that was the first time seeing you and i was screaming slap that meat as loud as i could man it was it was a good time (laughs) good old famous line slap that meat (laughs) well i tell you what i i've uh, been sitting here and i've been uh looking over hwe and Trying to do some research. Oh, you got him up on it. You got a screen going on the side, eh? I see how it's. I see how it's. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what what to expect, and uh, it's a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. But uh, I'm up for a challenge. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> expect a great time. That's all I should could say. Uh, being a heel, have you? Are you modeling yourself after anybody you grew up watching? <laughs> have you seen my outfit yet? No, yeah, I don't think he's seen. That yet. I was gonna, I was gonna jump in there, Dave, because, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't unless he's been able to find uh, any footage or something just sitting there on his laptop. But yeah, yeah. I, think, uh, I think your wardrobe is is an homage, a little bit of an homage for sure. Uh, so is that, does that mean that I'm gonna have to wait and see? Well, oh yeah, you're gonna have to wait and see. But I could tell you, like the kind of guys that I grew up with that I really loved uh, watching. I was always like the Hulk Hogan, a Macho Man, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I always liked that that style. And then I got into uh, I used to love Stone Cold. He was my favorite out of all the wrestlers. Like the way he acted, how he was just he was just he was just a jackass. He didn't care about anything. He just did what he wanted when he wanted, and the fans loved it. And that's kind of like the character that I guess I have, but not as mean as him. <laughs> that's cool, man. So I want to give you a, a chance. And again, we've been all over sort of talking about how HWE got started. You, we sort of mentioned it, but I want you to do a solid uh, a solid plug for the show that's coming up that we are uh, obviously going to be there in our special T-shirts or whatever, whatever, whatever will be your special friends that night. But I want you to give uh, a solid, a solid plug uh, to that show because I know you're doing it. You mentioned it quickly, but I know you're doing it for a real special reason. Uh, and so I want to make sure we give attention to that because I know, uh, although we tape ahead of time, I know that this will get out in, in plenty of time to, uh, to draw up interest for your show. So give, give a plug to what's coming up. Okay. So um, the whole idea with uh, HWE is we want to kind of put smaller shows and make them a little bigger, have more people, more fans. But what we want to do is we want to bring wrestlers from all over Ontario, maybe even in the States. And all our shows have to do with charities. All our shows will have a different charity. Like the first one we did, it was for uh, the jujitsu club to bring the children to uh, competition. Now, this next show in New Testament, that's November 10th, and we're doing it at Carmen's, it's uh, for autism. So we already talked about Mike Forte at the beginning. He was my first match, and he was my enemy all the way through wrestling. So just in the past four months, he's joined the meat pack. So he's he's with us. And uh, Mike Forte has two brothers that are both autistic. Mm. And their family runs the Bursary of Hope for Autism. So we decided we want to do our charity this time for them. 
for the bursary hope. Um, with all the recent cutbacks that's been going on with it, we thought this would be a good idea to uh, raise some money and do what we have to do. That's cool, man. So just again for our listeners, um, uh, so the venue is Carmen's Banquet Center here in Hamilton. Yes. Uh, the date is November the 10th. Is that correct? Yes, that's the event. Yes. Awesome. And are there tickets still to be had? How do, how do they go about uh, purchasing tickets for the event? Okay, so we have our Facebook page, uh, HWE, or you could just Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment. Um, we sell tickets through Bruja Online. It's uh, Bruja.com. That's uh, online ticket sales. Uh, a lot of people, if they don't want to go through Bruja because they can't get it online, they just contact us and we will get tickets to them somehow or hold them, put it aside for them for the show. Um yeah, that's about it. The tickets, we have sold completely out of VIP, over 200 tickets, and uh, we are almost halfway through selling the GAs. Awesome. And the cost of the GAs, just for our listeners so that they can know? The cost of the GAs are $20 Awesome uh, for the tickets and how that works. Um, it's pretty much the fourth row on. Awesome. Uh, the VIPs are the first three rows, so you get ringside three rows, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's cool, man. Um, I was going to say all accessible. Easiest way probably is just by, by searching HWE on Facebook, right? Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment? Yes. Can- uh, ha- yeah. Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment or HWE. You'll get them both. And we're on Instagram too at the official HWE. So at and- the official HWE on yeah. Instagram as well. Yes. Very cool. Cool, man. Just trying to uh, draw up uh, obviously interest for you guys as performers, but more importantly um, for um, for anyone that wants to go and support a great cause. I love your vision in trying to uh, – when I watched the first HWE show, admittedly from the comfort of my living room, I was so pleasantly surprised to see the size of what it, what it had become, how many people were there. I did not uh, know of the personal connection that, uh, that Mike Forte had with – uh, the autism charity, that's fantastic to know. And so uh, to any of our listeners, obviously members of the disabled community or otherwise or differently abled or whatever the word is that we're calling ourselves, uh, would love to see you get behind this incredible event. Wrestling fan or not, come out and have a great time. Because I think, as Davis said, even if you're not a wrestling fan, you can allow yourself to be for an evening, uh, suspend your disbelief and, and, and back the characters and get into the event. I think it's going to be a great time. Oh, definitely, Dave. I want to. Uh, I want to be very respectful of your time, so we're gonna get you get you out of here soon. But something I just actually just thought of as we're talking um, to bring things back to the mission of this podcast. Um, we mentioned a little bit. Uh, Chad in the past has taught one or both of them, both yeah. both of your kids. Yes. And, I'm just curious, um, as a parent, um, we talked about Chad's perspective as a teacher or an educator in a wheelchair, but we haven't got the the, the parent's perspective. And um, we said it all through the podcast, so you're pretty open-minded, but did you know Chad was in a wheelchair did the kids bring it up? Was it was it parent teacher meeting? That's cool. I'm and, I'm I'm excited to hear this too. I loved your kids, man, and I, I miss my time at that small little school with them. Um, and again, 
you can be totally honest. You're not, you're not gonna, you're not, I just, I would love to hear sort of their, their opinion and their side of things. Again, I, I've brought at length, talked about my experiences in the classroom from my perspective, but I, I'm, I'm always very curious to hear sort of what the kids have to say about, you know. And again, uh, I just kind of thought of this, so I apologize. I didn't put it, put it out there. Oh, no problem. We were prepping, but. No, uh, Layla and Landon never mentioned anything about you being in a wheelchair. That's awesome. Um, they just pretty much said the music teacher. Yeah. I found out you were in a wheelchair when I met you at school. That's cool. And, and pretty much the day we met, we started talking about Andy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, I remember going home that day uh, and calling Andy and being like, hey, I met your barber today. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was really cool. That was the first uh, – the first meeting that we had, I do remember that being out back in the school there as I was waiting to dismiss some of the kids. And yep. yeah, Andy came up in conversation that day without us barely knowing each other from home at all. That's cool. Yeah. You, Dave? Yeah. How important has your uh, jujitsu background been with your uh, wrestling training? Um, realistically, it hasn't been that important, to tell you the truth. Like, uh, the one thing that it helped me do was. Uh, I knew how to fall already. So we call it taking a bump, right? So when we get thrown on the floor, we got to fall a certain way so you don't get hurt. Um, we've been doing that in jujitsu. I get, I get thrown. We get some guys from judo coming in and they throw me around like a rag doll. So that's how I learned mostly all the bumps at, uh, at, um, in wrestling. But I do use some jujitsu. There's some guys in wrestling that have trained jujitsu with me for years. And when we ended up fighting, we did some jujitsu spots in there. So it is kind of important, but I don't use too much of it. That's uh, I want to sort of circle back, um, Dave, to uh, the story of the kids. It's quite flattering in a, in a weird way to hear that the kids didn't even mention the chair. That's really cool. Because as I reflect back on it, um, and again, I'm three years now into being a uh, at my current school in the high school environment. But I'm fairly certain when I first taught your kids, uh, Landon was only in kindergarten. And uh, so I guess that would have put Layla um, maybe around second or third grade. I forget the age gap with your – Yeah, probably yeah, grade one or two. Yeah. But young enough though to be innocent enough that and, – and, and like I've heard it from, from other students that that's the – that's the starting point of the conversation. My music teacher's in a wheelchair, right? Or, or this teacher, Mr. You know, whatever the case may be. That's usually the starting point. So to hear it, or not usually, but it has been, and I know that because I've heard that from parents as well. So to hear it um, from the other side of, yeah, no, they didn't mention that at all. It's really cool because it's like they don't even see it. Um, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, they don't see it because hopefully it's not – obviously they don't see it because it's not an obstacle to me. You, you you do what you have to do um, in the classroom or in life to to adapt differently and and the fact that they don't see it uh, is really really cool to hear so thanks for that you 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 um, whether you know it or not you, you helped my ego which is probably not a good thing <laughs> no Layla's always been really good that way she's she she doesn't really it doesn't bother her in any way like everybody to her is the same. That's really she's cool. she's awesome that way. She's always treated everybody with so much respect. And Landon is the same way too. Landon doesn't say much. Landon just loves to go play on his video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Layla's Layla's always been good with uh, with everything. She did. She will never explain someone uh, because of a disability or a color of their skin or anything. That's cool, man. Yeah, she's she's a, she's a great kid. That's awesome. You've done well, sir. You've done well. I'm. And you, you might have had some help there, I suppose. Right? You didn't do it single handedly. I know. 
Yeah, I got a wife that's pretty good too. Yeah, so. she's pretty all right. Awesome, buddy. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, so uh, first of all, I haven't said this yet. If you were listening to us for the first time, uh, the bulk of our podcast obviously is usually much around matters of disability. And as we say in a tagline, bringing real talk to it, just trying to be ourselves. And it has just hit a whole new level of being real since we brought Brett in as well, just trying to be extra transparent with some of our struggles, but also some of the stuff that people have said to us that make us laugh. And that's kind of become an ongoing uh, thing in our episodes. We call it the offside moment, uh, where we look at those laughable moments. And Andy's got one that is connected to Dave and I believe his barbershop, right? So, uh, so I'll set that one up, Andy, and you knock it down for this week's offside. Yeah, so obviously, as we mentioned, Dave, your, your primary source of income is you're a barber and uh, a pretty good one, if, if I can say so myself. But uh, you recently changed shops and uh, however you want to say it, there's a, there's a token barber there, a cliche barber, um, uh, old, older Italian guy, nice, nice guy, salt to the earth. Earth, salt of the earth. Yeah, salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. <laughs> but um, obviously, I have a very visible disability when I'm when I'm walking. And uh, after one of my my haircuts with you, he pulled me aside and he said, "Do you use darts?" <laughs> and uh, so obviously, Dave, you're from Hamilton. You know, darts is uh, the accessible transportation. And uh, I said, no, I, I, I drive, I don't need darts. And uh, so he proceeded to tell me all the great things about darts. <laughs> and he just, he was astounded by the fact that I, I drive a car. And uh, he, he really wanted to get me on the darts train, so much so that he gave me a business card to his personal darts driver. So I, I don't know how darts works. I. I Honestly, don't know if I've ever even used it once. But if drivers are giving out cards, then uh, <laughs> during their it's off- like it's like Uber for special needs. Yeah, I, I don't understand. <laughs> so there, so there's that, and the, that that's one thing. And the other thing is just that, uh, I don't I don't even know his name, unfortunately, and we probably shouldn't say it on the podcast. But he was he was very adamant about. The fact that I utilize darts, and uh, he was kind of surprised that I don't. So you should stop driving your own car and just let other people drive you. Yeah. But you're going to have to book it a week in advance. <laughs> I I honestly don't think he's going to stop until he sees you come out of a darts bus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my next haircut, I'll just book darts. Just to... <laughs> you should do it. It'd be hilarious. Well, listen, Dave, I appreciate your time. I know uh, um, as much as I say you're a marketer, promotion uh, kind of on the fly is not really your thing. So I appreciate you doing this. And uh, I know we had some technical issues, so hopefully we got this because it's been uh, very entertaining for me. And uh, I know these two guys are big wrestling fans, so – Chad has had a smile on his face the uh, entire hour that we've been recording. So uh, thank you for your time. No problem, man. Glad to be there. It's been a blast. I'm going to put it out there for the internet one more time. Uh, HWE, you can find him on on Facebook or at HWE Official, I think, on Instagram, Dave, is what you said. At at the official Sorry, HWE. At the official HWE on Instagram. Uh, check out those tickets, guys. November the 10th, uh, Carmen's Banquet 
Center in Hamilton. Uh, proceeds going to the Bursary of Hope and Autism. It's going to be an amazing event. Come and just see Dave heckle three handicapped kids in the front row. I, I don't usually refer to myself as a handicapped kid, but man, I think it'll be fun. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you, man. And thanks again for giving us uh, about an hour of your time here to do this. We appreciate you. No problem. Anytime. Glad to do it.